English Mr. American Mrs. Oh no. no. <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. We, uh, go on. <laughs> go on, what were you going to say? Afternoon thunderstorms in, have begun. In South Florida, yeah. It is afternoon delight and it's such a gloomy day that we have had a very English afternoon. We had beans mm. on toast for lunch. Mm-hmm. That's a concept we're going to have to get into and now we're having a nice cup of tea mm-hmm. with a tea set that we of course yep. own. You can't have an English person in the house and not have a full tea set. Actual tea set. So, um, uh, what I was going to say, the reason we jumped in at the same time, I was going to say, these, all of these say dishwasher safe. Every single one says really? dishwasher safe. I don't believe they are. No. Grace's teaware. Maybe we should ask Grace. I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. They're so delicate. Anyone who has a tea set, they know. Like these are those ones they like round the rim of the cups and of the jar. They're really and the thin. Teapot. The rim has like that sort of gold leaf. Mm-hmm. Or fake. You know, it's fake gold leaf. I don't assume it's real gold leaf. Um, round the rim, like they're very delicate. Yeah. I wouldn't put them in the dishwasher, but every single item says dishwasher safe. Mm-hmm. I feel like everything says that. Yeah, and then sometimes it doesn't uh, remain safe, as they say. Do they say that? They do. They do? You know, like you put something in there and it melts, like a plastic something, and it's like, comes out completely, um, like, you know the Tupperware containers? Oh, yeah, contorted. Out? Yeah. Yes. Contorted. Yeah, becomes contorted. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're going to say tortoise. Contortus. Well, that wouldn't be very nice to say about the tortoise, to be honest. <laughs> Did you like my joke? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't put them in dishwasher. But it is a pain. The cups are fine, but it's, it's a pain washing out a, a teapot. Mm-hmm. It's so cute. I love this teapot. Yeah, we got this set from Home Goods. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. Home Goods. Yeah. It's so Years cute. ago, mm-hmm. we bought it, and I don't know how much it came to. Under a hundred for the whole set, definitely. Oh yeah. We got it. Was all like we. We, found we it don't reduced. spend. <laughs> we don't spend money. We're good at finding <laughs> the bargains. Yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> Definitely, yeah, it was, it was definitely under a hundred. It might have been like 50 for everything. You think so? Yeah, I mean, you think about it, like each of these little teacups with the saucer must have been... I'd say they were like each five bucks. Nah, really? Probably. Five, ten. That was probably maybe 20 bucks, maybe not. So maybe like 50 for the whole... I don't know. It's too long ago to remember. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have it. That's uh, what I love about TJ Maxx. That you get their home goods. All home the, goods. All the same thing. It wasn't thing. TJ Maxx. Uh, do you reckon they're all owned by the same company? I'm pretty sure they are. They are? Mm-hmm. It's weird, that. I always find that so weird. You can find the same exact thing. When they're like the same... The shop is the same. Mm-hmm. So why are we bothering to call it something else? I don't know. It's just like different branding and different color schemes. Yeah. But the same shock. So I find that. I feel like certain 
Like some home goods carry, no. I don't think any home goods carry clothing. But some TJ Maxx's mm-hmm. carry houseware stuff. Most do. And clothing. So, mm. I don't know. Is it ready? Yeah, I think it should be. Should I pour mm. some? Yeah, you want to pass me a cup? Blah, 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 blah. All right. Yes, nothing like... We haven't done this in ages, actually. Mm-mm. This tea set just sits in the cupboard looking pretty. But um, we used to do this, like, on a weekly basis. Yeah. Now, the, the key is to pour it from a height. Because then you get the bubbles. So did you know that in India... In India, they will put their tea in two cups. Mm. There'll be a little guy sitting there, and he'll have two cups... Like, what, one cup of tea, and he has two cups, mm-hmm. and he pours the tea from one cup to the other. And that's to aerate it, and uh, for some reason, that makes it taste sort of sweeter and thicker. Oh. So you see those bubbles mm-hmm. that are around the outside of the cup? Yeah. Those bubbles are what you are going for. Mm. So. You did it. This is why we need two jugs. Spillage. Eight, yeah. two jugs. Eight. <laughs> yeah, we only have one jug. So one jug has milk in it. And we used this cute l- lemon... Limoncello. I couldn't remember the word there. <laughs> lemon something. Limoncello shot glass we have for the other milk. Because Sarah drinks soy milk now. Mm-hmm. Wow. We've got too many subjects to go into today. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Yes. Soy milk. What, why do you drink soy, soy milk now? You've been going back and forth between all the different ones. Well, I can't drink milk. Right. You can't, you can't drink milk. Milk can't doesn't have regular agree. Dairy milk. doesn't agree with you. Right. So I, non, non-dairy. I have to have non-dairy. Sometimes I can't have almond milk. Don't know why. So my latest is trying soy milk. I've tried oat milk, and it's... What's this weird stuff you read about soy yesterday? I read that um, there's apparently a lot of not, like, bad... I don't know if you'd say side effects or bad things in soy that can be harmful to you. I say there's links with cancer. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just... It's difficult. It's like a minefield. I mean, how yeah. do you... What isn't... You know, is there any food that they haven't linked with cancer at this point? Yeah. I, I don't know. So, all right. Cheers. Cheers. Now, I'm sad. Mm. Tasty. It always I'm, tastes better out of these little mugs. It does. It's got like a, a little bite to it. It's mm. smoother. Um, Why are you sad? Why am I sad? I've forgotten already. I just want to ask the world of people listening to this podcast. Are you the only male that gets really distracted and forgets what they're saying? Too or many, is that yeah, is that too, all Is that all males? All males. Because I am You don't really do it. No. I don't really do it. I lose, I can, lose my train of thought all you, the time. Yeah. You lose your train of thought all the time. Sometimes, like, it'll be so bad that you then 
I've remembered. You remember? Now you have? Yeah. Okay. I'm sad. See? <laughs> I'm sad that we don't have biscuits. Me too. We have some crackers, so we could do cheese and crackers. That's quite English, but um, it's more of an evening. Cheese and crackers is like an evening thing. Right now, we need like some bourbon, bourbon, <laughs> bourbon biscuits. Or custard creams. Or cake. Or, yeah, cake, little finger sandwiches. Yeah, your, your parents often have just yeah. some cake. Yeah. If there's cake lying around, you just have cake with tea. And I yeah, like I really agree with that. Little, yeah, uh, Mr. Kipling, mm-hmm. little tiny finger cake things. Yeah. Oof. They're great. Yeah, but we don't have anything like that. We got some chocolate, but chocolate and tea I is kind of me. it. Oh, yeah, we finished it last night. <laughs> Dang it. Mm. We did finally get our hands on some flour. Oh, yeah, it's meant to come tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Right? I was supposed to come today, and then it was changed to tomorrow. So, we, back to the, what is it, the pan pizza? Yep, you can make your pan pizza, um, your bread, that soda bread, right? Soda bread? Mm-hmm. Um, pancakes, waffles, cookies... All the things. I think you should try some different breads too, maybe. Like, um. Oh, you said you were gonna make the hot cross bun loaf something. Oh, yeah. Don't look at me like I have four heads. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, hot cross buns are awesome. Making your own hot cross buns. But the only way hot cross buns were ever improved was when they came up with the hot cross bun loaf mm. which is the best thing ever around easter time springtime you get it's a it, it looks like a giant hot cross bun mm-hmm. but it's the shape of a loaf and they they've chopped it up so you can just it's just you take a little slice and they're small slices so they're like the slices are like the size of the palm of your hand mm. that kind of size mm-hmm. and you just uh put them in the toaster and then butter on them with your cup of tea. Oh, that is the business. See? So, so I, I think I'd like you to make that, please. Yeah. Serious stuff. Put that, that on is, your list. That's some good stuff. Beans on toast. We need to delve into beans on toast. For America, I mean, in English people at this point, you can tune out for a second. But <laughs> what is beans on toast for, for the American audience? I'm going to ask you as the American. Why? Because you should know by now. Oh. You should know the full in-depth answer okay, to that question. So, um, <laughs> beans on toast are baked beans, but they're different to like our baked beans that we have with like barbecue and that. They're, they're similar, but... Similar. That's the most similar thing you mm-hmm. do is the beans you have with barbecue. Yeah. But, um... I think they're just a little bit less sweet and a little bit like, I don't know. Um, but anyway, you... They're very sugary. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, but wait, American ones or English ones? English ones. Yeah, they're really sweet, but they're... I think American ones are sweeter. Yeah. They have more That's like That's that weird a... thing with English versus American foods. Mm-hmm. English food tends to have a lot more sugar in it 
and yet doesn't taste as sweet as American stuff, which mm. makes no sense. Yeah. American stuff, it's like a lot of artificial flavouring. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Rather than we use a lot of sugar. I mean, like, we love biscuits and all of that. It's yeah. like pure sugar. But um, we... Oh, you're tired. Sorry, I just yawned. You didn't sleep very well last night. Um, we have a lot of sugar in stuff, but um, it's not as sweet. It's got more of a, a balanced flavour, generally, mm-hmm. to our stuff. We, I think English people coming over to America find most things just overly sweet, like so mm-hmm. sweet, and there's no other... There's not much of another flavour. Yeah. Seem to make everything taste, like, too sweet. Mm-hmm. So, you open a can of beans, you heat them up in a pot, and then you put them on toast. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, and then there's there's many techniques to... Yeah, your technique that you've taught me so that I can make them for you is um let's be honest it was a bribe it was to get me to have a shower in a short amount of time yeah because i am famous for taking the longest showers on earth (laughs) so you wanted me to have a quick shower so you bribed me with beans on toast if you come out of the shower before an hour then i'll make you beans on toast (laughs) (laughs) um yes you love your quality time quality time in the shower i mean to be fair it's the only other room pretty much that we have in here so like you you could spend a lot of time with the door closed in in the bedroom but it's not to get away from you is that what you're getting at i don't i don't spend a long time in the shower because i need to be away from you i spend a long time in the shower because i really like the shower okay that's basically it i like i like the hot shower like that is the best feeling to me yeah I've noticed that you shave a lot more recently, too. Yeah. You like having... Because of your fancy kit. Yeah, I've got my fancy kit that we talked about a few episodes ago. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I love pampering myself. I think most men actually really love pampering themselves if they had the time. <laughs> they know? just don't admit it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, you taught me that you like to put in uh, some whoosh... Worcestershire sauce. Or as you shortened it to Worcester sauce, which is a lot a lot easier to say. It is. I don't know why I say that. Um, it is Worcestershire sauce. Mm-hmm. But you just call it Worcester sauce. I think I, that's just a mistake on my part. I oh, think really? I just call it Worcester sauce. Worcester is a place and Worcestershire is also a place. <laughs> um, I don't know why. You changed it? I just get confused, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I put some of that in, mix it up in the pan, pot, pan, pot. And then <laughs> you make the toast and put the toast on the plate. And then you just dump a bunch of beans on the toast. And for you, you put some shredded cheese on it. Bit of cheddar cheese has to go on it. Mm-hmm. We actually we have a Mexican blend at the moment, which yeah. I end up using for everything because it's mainly cheddar cheese, which is weird. Mm-hmm. It's weird that it's it's really not highly flavored. No, it's it, a, it's called a Mexican blend. Trader Joe's kind of where we get everything, and it's called a 
a Mexican blend, but I think two of the three cheeses are cheddar. So I think you're right. It, yeah. Um, so I just use it for everything, but I, yeah. But there, there's a million different things. I sometimes put chili, mm. chili flakes in the beans, so mm-hmm. they're a bit more spicy, or I often put pepper in there. I don't put salt or sugar because they're already very salty and very sugary. Mm-hmm. Doesn't need either of those. But basically, some of the dark stuff, if you think of like the stuff you might put in, in chili, mm-hmm. um, you could do any of that stuff. Cayenne pepper, if you want it hot. Mm. You could put, um, yeah, like Worcester sauce. Uh, I don't think you sell it here. Leon Perrins. No. It's really tasty. So, like, with the baked beans, because Heinz baked beans are, like, a staple in all, pretty much all kitchens, right? All homes? Everyone, yeah. I mean, Everyone eats them. It's what you, it's what you uh, eat as a student in England. Mm-hmm. You live off of beans on toast. Right. Beans on toast and tuna pasta, that's the two things you will eat throughout your whole student life. Can you explain tuna pasta? That's a weird one. So tuna, tuna, tuna pasta, tuna, 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 is not Italian. I don't think in any way. It's just it's like a cheap meal that I think England just came up with, mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't like it. A lot of people <laughs> love it, and I'm one of the people that love it. I I definitely I love eat it. it for days. I think the most traditional sort of traditional. Um, traditional way of um, making it is just like uh, pasta maybe like the bow tie ones whatever those are called mm-hmm. um, with some sweet corn and then a can of tuna and you just sort of mix it all up and it tastes great mm-hmm. really that, I mean it's such and a simple and what could you put on top meal. of that don't you sometimes put a oh, little ketchup. bit of ketchup ketchup is it sounds gross but it's actually <laughs> there's something wonderful about it but ketchup that's what makes it Italian is the red sauce <laughs> right but then you can make it with red sauce. So I, mm-hmm. I often make it with red sauce. Like if we need to just have a cheap, quick meal, it takes about 10 minutes to make. Yeah. Um, you know, typical, what do they call it? A red sauce? Uh, marinara. Marinara. <laughs> um, yeah. You, you use, you know, half a jar of that and mm-hmm. a can of tuna and... Peas. You usually put peas in it. Peas are quite good in it. Mm-hmm. It's sort of weird. It sh- it sounds like it shouldn't taste good, but it does. It's weird. The only thing weirdly satisfying. Yeah, it reminds me of like a a fish fish dish that you would get. <laughs> I think I need more tea. I think you might a fish um, dish. You know what I mean? Like you you often get those kind of dishes in an Italian restaurant or something. That are like, I don't know what kind of fish that you use. Thank you. Um, Lots of bubbles in that one. There you go. Good job. And as you get further down the pot, it, mm-hmm. the tea gets better, obviously, because it's brewed right. longer. Um, oh, you didn't spill it. How did you manage that? Because I'm that? clever. Um... I was going to say, to me, it doesn't taste like fish at all. That's the weird thing with tuna pasta for me. It mm. doesn't, I don't even taste the tuna. It's just, it's like, <laughs> it's become just a food that goes in my gullet. And 
I don't. I, I barely taste it. It's just like a. That's weird. It doesn't taste horrible, so I just eat it. I don't know. It's a weird one. Best thing about tuna pasta is the day after cold tuna pasta. Mm. I don't think there's anything as good as cold tuna pasta. Nothing. It's so satisfying. If you're starving, hungry, you need a good lunch. Cold tuna pasta in a yeah. tub is like oh, it is good. It's the best. We've taken it all all kinds of places. We took it to a a little um, socially distanced picnic, and everyone was like, "What? Yeah, we what's need to do that? that again? It's been a while, really. Yeah, it's been like two weeks, I think. So as we sit here with our tea, what were we thinking? We were talking earlier. Well, that's a full cup. Um, <laughs> we were talking earlier about moving. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know why I wanted to put this on the podcast so we could at least listen back to it it'd be kind of funny um, but we've been going so back and forth about moving away we, you know, we live in South Florida at the moment and we were thinking of relocating a few states away mm-hmm. to North Carolina mm-hmm. and we'd even found potentially a place that we were going to apply for we found it yesterday right Mm, maybe Monday. We viewed it yesterday. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Um, so, what changed today? <laughs> um, just a realization of like, okay, if we weren't having a, you know, if there wasn't a global pandemic happening right now, then I think we would be really like, there would have been no questions. We would have just done it. Because our the, the thing about it is that our lease is up in July, beginning of July. So that's, we're about two, hmm, a month-ish away from that. So. And it's expensive. I think that's mm-hmm. kind of the driving factor behind the, even the, the thought of it. Was this idea of like, we have a one-bedroom apartment. It's very simple, standard. We like it here, mm-hmm. but the rent we're paying is like pretty hilarious compared to the rest of the country. Ish. Ish. Unless we were to live in Miami. Yeah. If you're to live in Miami, then yeah, you you should expect to pay about two grand mm-hmm. a month. But, right. You know, if if you're anywhere else the this the type of apartment we're in shouldn't cost what we're paying for right. it you know yeah um so we're just sort of thinking come what we've learned from staying in the same place year after year is that when you're renting you kind of don't want to do that because every year it goes up you're in the same place within the same square footage but you're paying more for that same exact thing. Yeah. And they, so this, I've compared this idea to buying and selling a secondhand car. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you, the smartest way to own a secondhand car is to buy a secondhand car, polish it up a bit, make it look nice, use it for a year and sell it because you're, you know, if you've got a good deal on that car and you've mm-hmm. made it look nicer than it was, maybe cleaned it out a bit better, yeah. you're probably going to make your money back or make a bit more. Mm-hmm. And then you just get another car, another mm-hmm. secondhand car, 
for that same money. And as right. the years go go on, it's kind of like um, defeating inflation in in investing sort of thing. So mm-hmm. like if you um, if you keep just buying a second hand car and you sell it again for the the price you bought it for or a bit more mm-hmm. each year, ten years down the line you're gonna have you won't be driving an old car from ten years ago. You'll right. be or or from twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. You'll be driving something as the years go on, your car will stay with will kind me. of stay with you yeah. through the years. So I'm trying to explain this in in real words. Um <laughs> if you ha- if in twenty ten you bought a a two thousand and one car in 2011 you could buy a 2002 car in 2012 you could buy mm-hmm. a 2003 car and yeah. it would just kind of keep going like that and you'd never really have to pay much more money mm-hmm. because as you know you're still buying a nine-year-old car and mm. when you do that sort of thing so mm-hmm. as time goes on when you get to 2020 you'd be driving a 2011 car mm-hmm. great so you you just kind of keep up to date yeah but what generally people do which I've done and and we've done and mm-hmm. most people do is you buy a secondhand car and you keep it and you just keep it and keep it and keep it because it's so much effort to sell it and da 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 mm-hmm. and then you get to a point where that car is worth nothing <laughs> right because it's really old and it's done so many miles mm-hmm. and the car's worth 400 bucks and you can't buy a car for 400 bucks unless it's not working. So you you then ha- just have this car that you either, you know, keep until it doesn't run anymore mm-hmm. or it's going to cost you a fortune to buy something good. Right. You know, so it's it's that's what most people do and the reason most people do that is because it's difficult to you know, every year what what an annoying effort it is. Mhm. You know, if you were to every single year look into selling your car, what a pain. Yeah. And changing your car, changing your habits. Mm-hmm. Selling a car, buying a new car, it's such a pain to do that. Right. So people don't. People keep it and it ends up being like a bad investment decision. Mm-hmm. Um, so that links up with this idea of... Um, a, the same goes for renting, a renting an apartment. apartment or a house or Every something. year they kind of rely on you saying... I don't want to move. It's such effort to move. We're mm-hmm. just going to stay here. And so yeah. they go, all right, yeah, well, it's going to cost you more now. Mm-hmm. You know, so they rely on you being a bit lazy. Right. If you weren't lazy and if you were really smart and proactive about it, you would have an apartment for one year mm-hmm. or until your lease is up, if it's a six month or whatever. Yeah. Or a 15 month. Finish that lease and you'd move to another place and you just keep moving so you always get the first timer's rate. Mm-hmm. Right. Because the first time, yeah. the first time, whatever, what do they call it when you first move into a complex or something? It's usually, like some oh new 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 leasing new applicant new applicant yeah rates. Mm-hmm. So they always have disclaimers on contracts and on their websites and stuff that say these rates only apply to new applicants. Mm-hmm. Da 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 da. And so if you were smart and proactive, you would stay in a place for a year or until your contract is up yeah. and you move to a new place and just always be the new applicant that gets the best mm-hmm. rate, right? Yeah. But they know you're too lazy to do that, right. so, you, so you don't. Or it, like, it always comes up because um, most places all want 60 days notice of you leaving the place. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, well, am I going to find a place you know, to, to move to yeah. at the end of this, you know, to 
transfer to. It's a bit of the fear as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I get that. So. But anyway, so we've, we've been going back and forth pretty much every day. Been going, yes, we should move. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, oh, I don't really feel like it's a good idea. Yeah. And then the next day, oh, I can't wait to move. And just constantly. <laughs> Even within the same day. Sometimes. Yeah, just sort of positive day, negative day, positive mm-hmm. day, day. So, um, I don't know, there's lots of little concepts I wanted to talk about. The one that, that you can... were talking about earlier was um, about change. Change? Oh, that's a mm-hmm. big one. So, I can't remember the philosopher that said about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, it's this idea of changing up your habits, changing your routines... Uh, changing your workspace, changing your living space. By making a change, you force yourself to create new habits and end up being a thousand times more creative mm-hmm. um, or much more creative yeah. because of that that change. Mm-hmm. We tend to, as human beings, get stuck in... We get stuck in a rut, we get, or not a rut, but we get stuck in a routine mm-hmm. and do the same thing day in, day out and get very comfortable with those things. Yeah. Um, I gave a weird example earlier, didn't I? Of like, <laughs> every time I fill up the kettle, we have a electric kettle. Mm-hmm. Um, dear America, we have an electric kettle. <laughs> um, everyone in England has an electric kettle. I don't know why it's not really a thing here. It's very useful anyway um every time i fill that up i always pour out the water that is in it any mm-hmm. residue water that's left in it it's just a habit um and that's a thing i do every day several times a day it's sort of a weird habit if i didn't do that it really wouldn't make any impact on on my life mm-hmm. it wouldn't it wouldn't it wouldn't be a, a a damaging thing upon my day-to-day life. If you went without that. If I if I didn't do that, or even if I didn't have a kettle. Mm-hmm. Um, but but changing it, but changing that habit could help me to open a new door. Mm-hmm. You know, to to try something different. Um, so, and obviously the the sort of the point is that it's something a bit more drastic than the kettle <laughs> but even even something down to something that minute can mm-hmm. can change the way moving moving something from one cupboard to another moving um you know say you swap out the plates for the cups on on a shelf mm-hmm. or something like that it can really throw you off <laughs> can, right but it, it can make such it can actually make a real really positive difference yeah in you because mm-hmm. maybe you start thinking uh, I think it's to do with you think more objectively about things. Mm-hmm. You don't just reach in the cupboard and get the thing that you put your cornflakes in. Yeah. It's like you suddenly start thinking about the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a silly sort of cartoony way of thinking about it. Yeah. But you, you think about it objectively, I think. Yeah, and, and I think we've kind of done that in, the, in quarantine because we've kind of gone through every... Corner, drawer, move stuff. You know, all of our stuff to have less. It changes your mindset. Yeah. But um, just to finish off my point, like the, um, with an apartment, you know, say you change your apartment, you change your living space. Mm -hmm. Um, so like the macro version of that very micro 
you know, moving, changing where you reach for the bowl for mm-hmm. your cereal. Yeah. Um, if you change that to your living space and you change your living space, you do start thinking more objectively about your living space. Mm-hmm. The things you, you prioritize, the things you like about your living space. Yeah. Um, you might, in moving, you might throw out a lot of the crap you didn't need, mm-hmm. right? And that, that breaks into other sort of philosophical principles. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I think essentially change change is good. Change mm-hmm. we I think as human beings are very adaptable to change and some people more than others. Yeah. But it's definitely something that you can pull a lot of productivity and a lot of creativity from is changing up your daily habits, changing up your workspace or your living space. Mm-hmm. Um just just making a change to the normal right. suddenly makes you prioritize things a, a little differently mm-hmm. um, for example like yesterday we went and saw the beach we didn't go on the beach but we went and drove along um, near the uh, Juno Pier and then we went up uh, Ocean Drive and then sat along this, the intercoastal where nobody else was and then when we were coming back instead of going straight across the regular bridge you turn down one of the side streets mm-hmm. turn down one of the side streets and there's this awesome food truck there yes called <laughs> uh, <laughs> podunk eats podunk eats and it's it was really cool. so good it was like southern southern comfort food yeah but also they also did like tacos and mm-hmm. they had like fish and, and alligator. You could get like yeah. gator tail and stuff yeah. like that. Like they so, just sold out of it. Yeah, <laughs> it was a real like Florida sort of thing, really, because it was like southern food, mm-hmm. which is Florida's sort of southern right. southern thing going on. Mm-hmm. But it was also tacos and Florida food, which is alligator. Right. So yeah. So that's that was a change. Instead of going straight over the bridge, you turned decided to go left. And there was somebody in line at the um, at the food truck. I looked it up on my phone. It had great reviews. We turned around and got got lunch from there. That mm-hmm. was like so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> you know that made yesterday so fun. Yeah, just because we did, just because we did something did different. Something different. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we helped a local business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which. We sh- everyone should be doing that right now. Yeah. Go, go and uh, support a local business. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if you can go to a little shop rather than a big supermarket, that yeah. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Every... Because that's helping people directly. Yeah. You know? um... But the reason we were thinking about that is we were thinking like, is this move because we really want to move to the Carolinas, or is it because we just need we kn- we know that we need a change? Because mm-hmm. something we've realised is that we travel more than we thought. Yeah. We travel pretty much every two months. It seems like, or it's like we travel and then in two months we prep for the next travel. Yeah. I think it's... Okay. So every few months. Yeah. Um, every few months we will be on a plane going somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and in between that we'll, you know, take trips down to Miami. We might go over to the west coast of Florida. Yep. 
Yeah, there's all sorts of trips we will do in between those times, mm -hmm. and then we'll suddenly be going to Columbus or going to recently LA this mm -hmm. this year. Um, so, travel and change is something we actually we don't realize how much we do do that. Mm -hmm. um, so I think. Well, we were talking earlier about this idea of maybe we're looking to move, not because we want to move, but be, because we want change. Because, yeah. we, you know, everyone's stuck in at this time, so everyone wants to be traveling. Yeah. Um, but it's not just that for us. It's, it's, it's more of a... We are used to... We're used to a change, I guess. It's, mm -hmm. it's not just that we want to go on holiday or on vacation. Yeah. It, it's the... the we have gotten used to um, exploration, I mm -hmm. guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, like you said, it'll it'll just be, I don't even like a a weekend, not even staying the night, but like a day, a day's drive or something like that, and we'll go. Yeah. Well, somewhere. When there's um, hurricanes here, which yeah. ha happens every single year. Yeah. You can use it as an excuse to get away. <laughs> just evacuate because why take the risk i don't i don't understand why anyone takes the risk it's pointless um just drive away use it as an excuse for a you know vacation. long weekend mm -hmm. um but yeah so we we just we wondered whether us moving is actually us just wanting to explore something new mm -hmm. so that was one of the things that came up yeah. Um, you know, so we now, we're looking like, well, maybe we still want to move. Just to a different living space. <laughs> just, near, just nearby. Yeah. yeah. We can move nearby and then it's, that's a whole new thing. We're changing up our routine. We're changing mm -hmm. up our living space. And that will result in us kind of feeling like we're turning over a new leaf. Yeah. You know? And I think that we are used to always, like, there's always the next, well... It's not just us, it's everyone. I can't just say we're, you know, different, but it seems like in throughout the almost five years of us being together, there's always like something we have to work really, really hard for. Like in the beginning, it was us constantly figuring out when we were gonna see each other, you know, me coming over to England or you being here, whatever, mm -hmm. and then the next phase was getting the visa and then getting the green card and then having our wedding. Like, it was always... There's always been a challenge and yeah. that's, that's another thing Yeah. Um, that came up is maybe we're just looking for a challenge mm -hmm. because everything, everything so far in our relationship has been kind of difficult, right? We've, we've yeah. gone through a lot of difficult things together. Mm -hmm. um, and succeeded at them and, mm -hmm. and you know, um, found the solution, so, right. so Every to time. speak. Yeah. Um, and with with things how they are now, it's like, all right, well, we just ha have to sit and wait. And we don't want to. We want a challenge. Mm -hmm. And there's no challenge right now. Yeah. What, what's the challenge? I suppose the challenge is to stay indoors. <laughs> I, it's not really a challenge. So um, it's we're maybe looking for a challenge by looking like, okay, let's move to a new city in the middle of a pandemic. That right. would be really difficult. Let's make it really, really hard. <laughs> and I think that, yeah, I think I said it before of like, why, 
would we try to do that right now? Like, let's just hold tight for a little bit, you know. And may- maybe, maybe try it later, yeah. Yeah, maybe try it later. You know, it could be in six months that we end up moving away away. Or maybe it'll be a whole other year. What, Whatever that is, I think that... Um, we will always probably want to be moving around, mm. you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's di- it's difficult because you do you do want to travel, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I d- I definitely feel like I I want to see a lot of the world before, you know, before I'm too old. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit there's a little bit of a fire in me to yeah. I want I don't want to just stay here. I love I love where we are in South Florida. It's mm-hmm. awesome. But I also want to see what it's like to live in the Carolinas or right. I want to see what it's like to live in I don't know, Nevada. Um <laughs> or in Italy or you know, I I there's a lot of adventure yeah uh, in inquisitiveness mm-hmm. I, I just i just want to see what it's like yeah you know um yeah uh, it's so uh, there's a bit of that and i guess i'm a little bit older than you so i'm starting to look at <laughs> starting to look at 30 coming around the corner and i'm like hang on hang on <laughs> it's not this year right yeah no no i don't know how, how old am i uh, this I is know. something i forgot so no, you'll be 30 next year. 2021, because you were born in 91. That's, there you go. <laughs> it's worrying that I pretty much never know my age. I think when you turn 30, you'll remember you are 30. That I'm 30. Yeah. And then I'll be 30 for the next... 10 years. 10 years, because <laughs> I, I think I stopped counting at like... Maybe 23. I think I knew that I was 23 when I was 23. Mm-hmm. Um... So since we've met... Maybe it's that. Maybe it's since we've met because my life has changed quite drastically. Mm-hmm. I've been doing and and changing and moving. And yeah. Things have been pretty dramatic mm-hmm. since we met. And so I just... Cheers! <laughs> in a good way. Um, so I just... My my age just kind of stopped at that point. Yeah. Because it was... It's, it's also to me not an important thing, mm. I guess. But I do find it odd when somebody asks my age. I find it odd that I have to think. <laughs> that is odd. Yeah. Right? That's odd. You don't have to think. No, I don't. But <laughs> you also forget my age. Yeah. You thought that I was 25, I think, for three years. I think my, my parents are both 50. <laughs> I, like, I've just decided. And you're almost 30? Yeah. I, they just they stopped i i don't know yeah my brother what he's 30 right I, uh and you are too you're twins see that's the thing i think everyone's just got like a rounded got a round a, a rounded <laughs> <laughs> got, a, got a rounded age i've just sort of right. rounded to the nearest 10 doesn't matter but the lowest i guess does that mean i'm 20 nice <laughs> and i'm 10 no. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's something that's bothered me for quite a few years now. That if somebody asks my age, 
I don't... I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure what the answer is. That's weird. That's like I've got a bit of my brain missing or something. Well... That's odd. That is really it odd. It is weird. I don't know anyone else that said that. If there's anyone listening to this, please own up and make me feel not so alone. Why? Why? It doesn't make any sense. Somebody asked me my age and I think about it. It's like, uh... Well, how do you decipher? Like, when, when you say the age and you're like, yes, I am. Like, this is how I remember your birthday. Like, the date is... The year that you turned 24, uh, this is funny. So your birthday is August 23rd, mm-hmm. but when we met, you turned 24. So I remember the fact that it's one day before that. Wow. That's... That's weird. That's my brain. I remember your birthday, I think, because I said it wrong once and you made me feel terrible <laughs> for it. So I just will always remember. That's just... Uh, and it's when? Pavlovian conditioning and just feel i i'm now like i will always remember your birthday so i don't get that the look i have like the easiest birthday it's the first of the month yeah that is pretty that's easy. pretty yeah. easy you don't have to be like it's within the 20s i get lost in mm. the 20s so that's why i really have to think in the 20s what do you mean? within a month like if there's a birthday in the 20s i really have to like uh, make sure that it's in my phone or yeah, I mean, what would we do without Facebook? Reminding us. For, for birthdays. Yeah. I, I know my family's birthdays, but like, yeah, I know my family's birthdays and I know your birthday and mm-hmm. I just about know my own. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I mean, extended family and friends, I've no idea. I'd never remember. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, I know my family's and I... I know specific friends. Mm. But for some reason, I don't know if most of my family members are before the 20s. 20s meaning like the 20th in within the month. Mm-hmm. So that's why I remember the other numbers. And then after that, I'm like, well, it's the end of the month. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. But let's get back to the topic. So we were talking about moving and and all the different weird things we were discussing like this morning Mm -hmm. and kind of deeper, um, I don't know, philosophical sort of things that we've connected it with to Mm -hmm. try and explain what we're feeling right now. So one of the things that you said and you heard it from, um, I think you said it was Tim Ferriss Mm -hmm. about like, Unless it is an absolute yes, you're jumping up and down, you can't wait to do this thing, then maybe don't do it. Then maybe it's a no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, then maybe it's a no. It was on the Tim Ferriss, I think, YouTube channel or something like that, or maybe his podcast. He was talking to someone. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it was this this great idea of... Yeah, unless you're jumping up and down screaming, yes, this is this is it, I cannot wait, yeah. then it's, that's a no. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a no. And so, in a way, us going back and forth every day of like, we should move, no, we shouldn't move, we mm-hmm. should move, we shouldn't move, um, leads to, with you know, with that concept in mm-hmm. mind, leads to, that's a no then, because we weren't convinced. Yeah. You know? I mean, we've been going back and forth 
consistently this entire month of e- May. Every day. Every day. Every day. And then so some of April as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really weird. Um, what are some other things? I, I think we would... I think that's a really good one. Yeah. That's something that you can, like, even with regular, not something as drastic as, like, moving away or moving states or whatever, wherever you are. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, yeah, if you're not so incredibly excited, it can be down to buying something, you know, when you're shopping or, like, uh, you know, buying a new handbag or something like that. And you're like, okay, yeah. I, I like it, but, you know, or... Oh, well, you've told me about this sort of thing to prevent yourself from buying crap, right? Yeah. Um, you, what, you, you, you try and talk yourself out of it, right? So. I, for online shopping, I often will put it in the cart mm-hmm. <laughs> and then just X out of the page. Mm. so it like really it's not that it feels like I've purchased the thing but it like gives me that thrill of shopping like (laughs) I'll go through this whole quarantine I think I've I've purchased something for myself once wow and that was because I had a gift card (laughs) nice Um, and it took a lot of like convincing of me to even use that because I was like, oh, but what if later I want to use it for something, you know, else? It was it was mm. a loft something, and I was like, yeah, it really. And I had to like get you involved. Like, okay, am I really gonna like this thing? Even though I know I can return something, but that's that's a hassle. Well, they me. also rely on you. The returns policy is basically a way of making you buy something. Right. Because if you say... I can return it. Yeah. Yeah. Because they know that 99% of people don't return stuff. Yeah, because so. you... Especially online, because you have it in your home, in your hands. Yeah. So, it's already there. Yeah. Might as well I do it. it when, when I'm selling stuff on Audio Tutor. Mm. So, if you want to buy a course, mm-hmm. if you don't like it, you get all your money back. Right. But I only offer that because I know that most people won't you know we'll, ask for they, money that's back. just it's like a it's like a selling point it's mm-hmm. sort of like oh great well I could get my money back if I don't like it yeah but most people I, I've i made it so that people will like it right you know so yeah um so that's that's my one tactic of online shopping and shopping in person I really don't buy I mean it's been now two months since I've done it but like when going to the mall or going to TJ Maxx, Target, any of those things, I pretty much can convince myself that I don't need the thing. Do you come back to the shopping cart? Do you... Later? Yeah. No. No? Mm-mm. Oh, that's really interesting, because I thought you were going to say that you put it in the cart, mm-hmm. you X out of it, and then you come back to it the next day or something like that. Mm-mm. It's like a perspective thing. That's what I would probably do. Like, right, to see, like, do I really want this? Set, yeah, I'd set it up to buy it, and then I'd come back the next day or later that day or mm-hmm. go and go for a walk and then look at it in the afternoon. And if I really want it, then I'll buy it. Yeah. But that perspective, mm-hmm. 
like because I, I do that I'm talking about audio again but I, yeah. I, I do that when I'm like mixing a record mm-hmm. you you get too close to the project essentially right. so you mix it and mix it and mix it maybe for an hour or more than that mm-hmm. and then the best thing you can do in that in that space and in a lot of creative spaces is walk away and when you come back back to it the next day or after with like a new set of eyes basically yeah yeah Yeah. you can see it for what it really is Mm -hmm. you know and if you've gotten sucked into wanting to buy a new jumper Mm -hmm. or sweater as you might say (laughs) um when you come back to it the next day you might be like i already have one just like that yeah i think i do that just but within like two minutes right so like um you know and I don't really get caught up in the you know if you spend usually for clothing now it's like if you spend 50 or more you get free shipping or whatever it is right um I don't really get caught up in that Mm because if I really want the thing then I'll I would pay for the shipping yeah um yeah, I don't know. I just, it's, I think now since I've kind of worked with clothing and I have what I deem is enough, mm-hmm. like I have a great pair of jeans that I love or maybe two or three and I have a great pair of black pants that I love or maybe two or three. <laughs> so like I don't need seven of that thing. I have plenty of tops. I have plenty of dresses. It's like, and they're all like, you know, within, it's not too trendy. It's not too dated. You know, I have like kind of staples, I guess you could say. Staples is a good one. Um, The problem for me is I'm so far down that road that I'm, I wear stuff until I can't wear it anymore. (laughs) You know. And then you turn it into a tank top. <laughs> right, yeah. So I'll have a, I'll have t-shirts that I wear for so long that they'll either be too small or they've become contorted. The word comes back once again. <laughs> Ding! Make, making a comeback. Contorted in the washer or the dryer or something. Yeah. And, you know, it's... Or I dropped, like you know, some super strong curry on it or something and mm-hmm. it's now got... and But then I'll cut the sleeves off and it'll be a pyjama top. Yeah. So I use stuff... And that's great. It's, it's super efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, Very um, eco-friendly. Yeah. But at the same time, it's sort of like... Maybe you're, maybe you're not quite in. I start to wonder whether people are sort of like, yeah, I met, I met Tim for that, that um, interview... And I remember interviewing him four years ago, and he was wearing the same outfit. It's just... Yeah. That's the only worry, I suppose. Hmm. But then if you were to get, like, one new fresh button-down for a new interview, Mm. then you would keep up to date. Yeah. I think we've both... My answer for that would be doing, like, the Steve Jobs thing of, like, just my whole I, I I would so be into that In it's sort of weird but I would so be into the whole of all of my clothes are just Levi jeans and a black t-shirt done finished yeah you know it kind of is and when they get worn out you just buy the same one again yeah because that never goes out of fashion no jeans and a t-shirt 
and a black t-shirt or a white t-shirt. But that is what you wear all the time. You've already kind of done it. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, here in Florida, I wear shorts a lot because yeah. it's freaking hot. Hot. But, but even, like, I don't know. Apart from, like, going out or when you know that you're going to be inside or something and you'll wear jeans and a t-shirt. Yeah. So, you, I think you kind of, you're about there. I'm getting there. And you have, like, basic colored t-shirts, so. Yeah. They're, like, they're H&M, so they're not, like, flat. They're not, like, you know, just one color. Yeah. There's but I texture I, to them. I fully, I fully rely on birthdays and Christmas for, yeah, you do. for all of my for, clothing For updating needs. your yeah. wardrobe. I, it's not a part of my life. Going oh. to the mall mm-hmm. to go on a shopping spree, that's not, it's just not part of my life at all. Anymore? Anymore, right. So when I was younger, maybe it's because I overdid it. Mm. When I was younger, I, I loved it. When I was in college, early, early years of college, when I was, like before I lived there, um, yeah, I was always shopping. Always in town. I guess maybe because I was going through town a lot. But mm. I was always in town, buying new stuff, trying new looks, and all kinds. You're always of into the looks, weren't you? Weird, weird and wonderful, quirky stuff. <laughs> like I remember, I think the weirdest thing I've ever I ever bought. Oh no, there's actually loads. <laughs> I but I so I remember a jacket that was a it was an Adidas limited edition. Adidas. 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 Um, limited edition Mr. Happy Jacket. I mean... And it was bright yellow. The whole thing, it was bright yellow. And it was amazingly designed, and that's where I was... I think that's why I wanted it. It was designed so well. But it was... And made really well. Mm. It was bright yellow, it had... How have we got onto this topic? Anyway, it was, <laughs> it was bright yellow. It had, like, the Adidas stripes in black down the arms mm-hmm. on the back the back was a giant mr happy and we know mr do we do we know yeah. mr happy yeah in mr happy mr sad mr grumpy mr the mr men mr men yeah right. roger hargreaves so um yeah a giant mr happy on the back that wasn't it wasn't that prominent it was in kind of like a it was like yellow on yellow sort of thing. Okay. So it was like, it wasn't too prominent, but you could right. see that there was a giant Mr. Happy on my back. Um, Did anybody ever punch you back there? Like, is this just a target? <laughs> right, yeah, it's like wearing a kick me sign. Um, and then a, it had a really cool little like embroidered Mr. Happy on the front, mm. like like on the breast pocket sort of thing mm-hmm. you know like a college thing yeah but it was a mr happy okay and it's had like roger hargreaves under under it or something uh-huh. then the best bit my favorite bit it was zip up the lining of it was like black and white and it was just a ton of mr happy's and mr happy written and roger hargreaves written but it was all black and white like black <laughs> Like black on on white, so like right. a white lining with Mister Happy's drawn all over. I can it. I can imagine it. I I'm sure somebody could Google Google this, and yeah. it probably will show up. Yeah, it was. I loved it. It was like the coolest jacket. And that was just like your regular jacket you would wear every day. It's not every day. Oh, oh no, I had several jackets. This thing. So oh. I I used to be so into like I've got to wear a different outfit today, sort of thing. So I used to wear that with 
you know, a certain outfit. Was that like your going out jacket or? No, I remember no. wearing that to college and be on the train and that. And that would be is... the cool thing, Mr. Happy. But I think it was kind of, maybe it was a bit of irony. I wasn't wearing it like, look at me, I'm Mr. Happy. <laughs> we love irony in England. So it was, it was kind of, you're wearing it ironically because I was right. on a train falling asleep because I hadn't slept at all. Mm-hmm. And people in, in London do this thing where they you're holding the bar above you on the train mm-hmm. standing up and you sort of fall asleep on your own arm because <laughs> you still want to be in bed so it's, it's this weird thing you kind of lay your head on your own arm right as you hold the railing above you can you asleep. imagine getting on public transportation right now like people are doing it i know but yeah. as like paranoid as you are and you wear one glove remember you used to do yeah, that yeah I, I used to get a cold every time i went into london yeah, yeah. like oh. Yeah. I can't imagine having to do that. But I used to sort of wear that jacket and it was kind of like an ironic statement. I like to think that it caused a few people to smirk. Right, because you, know. you were like the opposite of Mr. Happy. Right, at like yeah. 6.30 in the morning, <laughs> I looked like I wanted to like kill someone. I would just be so miserable and tired and exhausted standing on a packed train with someone sneezing and coughing next to me. You know, and you're like cramped, like little little uh, sardines. Sardines, yeah. Um, and I was wearing a giant, a jacket with so many Mister Happies on it. So it's just I- irony, I get. Do you still have it? I don't think so. I've got a feeling I sold it. If I do still have it, it would be in London. Yeah. It's a funny, funny jacket, but so well made. I think that's that's a lot of the stuff I bought. Have have been just it's so well made, and that's why I love it. Yeah. Around the same time as that, clearly in a weird time of my life, I remember buying a belt that was like, it was white and it was covered in, it almost looked like it was covered in Smarties. Smarties are kind of like M&M's. Mm, yeah. Um, and it was all multicolored. And I think I used to wear them together. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute nutcase. I'm sorry, are you a clown? <laughs> <laughs> so Mr. Happy Jacket... I would have this white belt that looked like it was covered in Smarties. And then some like... An orange nose. (laughs) And a fro. (laughs) And a big red afro. And giant shoes. (laughs) With with like harem pants. I think you were a clown. Harem pants, yeah. (laughs) Um... Yeah, pair of jeans and and high top sneakers. So pretty much there, almost clown shoes. <laughs> I am married to a clown. Because <laughs> if you live in London, you either have to wear high tops, which it, it's you you sort of. I think if you live in London, you have to go either direction. Mm. You have to go the Camden route or the the born and raised route. Right. So the Camden route is wearing like boat shoes or Converse or something like that. Mm. And the born and raised route is, of course, high tops. But not high top Converse, high top like like your Nikes. Yeah, like, like Air Maxes or, yeah. or you remember Nike IDs. Right. Like big high top like basket Chunky shoes. Chunky shoes. Chunky shoes, yeah. Because to me, when you say high tops, I don't know why, but in my brain, I think of... Boots. <laughs> no. That would complete the outfit. Right? <laughs> and knee-high boots. Lace, lace and knee-high boots. 
<laughs> I had some really big boots actually, but that was a different period of time. I think I had I had some giant like I went through a period of time. I think I'd just broken up with a girlfriend or something like that. So I was I went the full route of like I had a giant skull earring. Um, I think I that was when I started really wearing trilbies all the time. Um, right. Leather jacket, up like sixteen chains. Um, chains everywhere. Sometimes gloves. Um, now, bag, big baggy jeans, giant boots with like big socks. You know, like giant boot socks. Yeah. Like big lace up boots and socks, and the jeans tucked into the socks. So I, I just sort of looked like, I kind of looked like I was made of ash. <laughs> You know, like it's all like black and gray. yeah. I I was the personification of a cigarette. So like, <laughs> anybody looking at you would be like, uh, I think he just uh, had a breakup. Right. Yeah. For T- sure. Typical breakup. Like I want attention. So, I just want to know because I never went through that phase in my life of wearing big chains and big giant coats. Mm. Um, <clears throat> did what like getting ready. What were your thoughts? <laughs> the thoughts oh, were... Oh, like putting on the chains, because you clearly wouldn't sleep in the chains. Oh, that, well, that was... No, that was different. So I think it's sort of... If anyone knows who Pete Doherty is, I think that was kind of the what I was going for. Ah. Um, I, yeah, I would sleep with, like, rings on and... Really? And, yeah. Wow. I think that's when I started sleeping with an earring in and stuff like that. It was just sort of... Hmm. I'd, keep, I'd leave the jewellery on. Go to wow. bed. Uh, rugged. Rugged, yeah. I'm Tim uh, and I'm it's, rugged. It's too difficult. I'm going to sleep with my guitar. I was right. a clown last week. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, I'm probably rugged. These two, these two things, we're probably looking at about a year between those. Yes. So for, I went from Mr. Happy to Mr. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's uh, a question. Can you remember those ages? Remember those ages? Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Happy Age was? Well, I only remember because of it lining up with college. Mm. That's the only reason I know. So Mr. Happy Age would be uh, 17. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Sad, <laughs> Mr. Cigarette Ash. Um, you didn't smoke. No, I didn't. I mean, no. at parties and things, but I, no, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't smoke. That If it lasted any longer, I think I would have started smoking. Mm. And, you know, just, you know, having, having like, guitar scars on my fingers mm. with ash in my fingernails. I think Ew. that was the kind of look. It was kind of like, Gross. I'm just a mess. I think that was what I was going for. I had long, longer hair. Mm. Did you paint your nails then, or was that after that? Mm. No, the paint in the nails was completely different. Paint in the nails came out of just trying to stop myself biting my nails. It was different. But now, why did you choose to use colour? When did I use colour? I thought you told me, like, you had purple nails. I don't know. No? I don't I don't think I did maybe that. I, maybe I made that up? I feel like you had purple nails. Really? Yeah. Not on any of the times that we've been together. I mean, but... I, I never did that myself. That might have mm. been like a, a friend or you. someone did that for me. Mm. But 
Maybe when you were Mr. Sad. Yeah. That's when I imagine it happening. You were Mr. Sad, and you had dark purple nails. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah, see? Maybe. Like an emo. Or like black nails. Or, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Oh, I bet your parents were like, what has happened? Yeah. I used to, I used to sort of... I used to sort of clunk as I as I walked. <laughs> People could hear you before they could see you? Yeah. Yeah, you'd hear me coming down the corridor. Sort of like... Um, what's the ghost in Christmas Carol? Um... Don't know. Oh, what's his name? Marley? Who's the ghost? Who's the ghost? The ghost that visits him at the beginning in his chains. Oh. That was me. Yeah. He, he's in his chain. Is it Marley? It's his business partner. I, I don't know. We've watched it. I think I slept through it. Oh, God. Right. Well, anyway, it's an old Dickens... <laughs> Story. I know, I know about it. I know a lot about it. Yeah, Just well, he, seen he, it. Scrooge gets visited by. Yeah. I think it's Marley. Okay. Um, who is in his chains and he's bound to his, <laughs> he's bound to his not not his sins but his like. Crappy ways or something like mm. that. Um, so you um were a ghost. <laughs> no, I was just saying, it ah. Oh. That was meant to be a joke that resonates with you because I thought you would know the story of A Christmas Carol. No, you just explained to me that first you were a con and now you were an emo ghost. <laughs> uh, anyway. But he has his chain. That's what he hears before Marley visits him. He hears the chains I, coming up the stairs. I think I've seen just that. Well, there you go. Yeah. So that was me. That right. was the joke. Was that? That was me. Ha. Huh. <laughs> Joke landed well. I think I should go into stand-up. Um, <laughs> yes. So. so, way back. Way back what? Way back when we got on this topic of shopping. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I feel like we haven't done shopping at all. No. I mean, I treated myself to that shaving kit, but only because it was... Um, it was only a few dollars more than just buying some shaving foam. So yeah. I thought, yeah, go for it. Right. Get fancy. I, I love that thing. So, yeah, yeah it's... um. You know what? I think <clears throat> in the past years I've found myself doing a lot of, um, like, thrifting. Like, because right. I know I can get it for a better price. It's the same thing. And a lot of the consignment stores around here are all really good products. Like... Do you mean buying stuff or yeah. selling stuff? Buying. Like buying. if if I really am like, oh, you know what? I just don't have um, an outfit or whatever it could mm. be. Um, or I've really been looking for this specific kind of shoe. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Remember having that? And I'll go to the consignment stores before like thinking of buying something new. So a consignment store is like Play-Doh's Closet? Mm-hmm. Or, okay. Yeah. Okay. So like somebody sold mm-hmm. it to them. So in England, then... in England that would be like Oxfam or mm. um, Cancer Research or what's the other one? I can't remember what the other one is. But those sort of shops. Yeah. Where so you, like... You can, you can drop stuff off mm-hmm. um, to be sold and there's also a shop where they sell right. whatever. 
Yeah, so like here, you could, like Goodwill, that one that's Goodwill. around the corner, Plato's Closet. And then there's some like little ones that are um, uh, like privately owned or something like that, where they, that's what they do. That's their <clears throat> little business. And so, yeah, which to me seems, that seems like it's within the recycling circle because I'm not buying something new. I'm buying something that somebody else has bought. I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, I, I like, I don't feel. Hmm. It's I draw a line at some things. Right, draw a line at some things. Yeah. I've I've bought stuff. I think from Play-Doh's Closet. Yeah. Um, and I to this day don't know if Play-Doh's Closet is spelt with a D or a T. T. A T. Mm-hmm. So it's actually Plato's Closet. Yeah. Right. Like Plato. Mm-hmm. Right. Didn't know that. American accent. See, I mean, how do you know? Plato. How do you know? Yeah. Because um, it Plato, the the toy, the fun mm-hmm. gooey toy, is spelt with a D. Mm-hmm. Because it's like dough. So if you bought Play-Doh at Play-Doh's Closet, mm. how, like... How do you know? That's such a confusing day. Come on. Anyway. Mm. Um, silliness. But I bought... What did I buy? Jeans? Mm-hmm. I found some jeans there. Yeah. And my my thinking behind it was I was actually looking for some, like, washed out, worn out jeans. Mm-hmm. Um... And the annoying thing when you buy new jeans, you buy like new Levi jeans or something, they always fit like trying to, I don't know, they it's like wearing metal or something. They're so tough. Stiff. And stiff and yeah. horrible and uncomfortable mm-hmm. because you have to wear them in and it will take you like six months to actually wear the things in. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you buy the ones that have already been pre-done or whatever yeah. and then then whenever they do that they don't last very long because they're mm-hmm. like they've thrown a load of chemicals at them right um so my thinking was okay well if i get high-end jeans that are being resold then then they've already been worn out mm-hmm. sort yeah. of thing. so i actually got these really nice jeans mm-hmm. um that had that sort of washed out sort of look and they were like in great uh condition and everything right um and then you're not you're not wasting Mm-hmm. sort of thing yeah. so but yeah you draw the line on some things yeah like um tennis shoes not really gonna buy those it, it really depends yeah it really depends i got the i'm wearing them right now little bike mm. bike shorts yeah i was looking for bike shorts for ages that were comfortable because obviously cycling in south florida mm-hmm. most of the time is like i don't know imagine going into a sauna and then like jogging on the spot while you're in there it's kind of you know it's hot so you don't want to wear anything thick or annoying Mm -hmm. sort of thing so I I wanted something that was like nice and thin and and, um, they're not tight either not tight and sort of flowy and whatever and um, I found them in Plato's closet Mm -hmm. Um, and they're like a sort of they're sort of stretchy, sort of silky in a weird way, sort mm-hmm. of thing. So they're not like yeah. it's not like uh, swim trunks, not yeah. like that. They're more like a, a they're more like what athletic. you see, yeah, like basketball players wearing. Yeah, that's like what that they sort are. of fabric. Yeah, and so I found them, and I couldn't find them anywhere in any of the stores, mm-hmm. and I found them secondhand. Yeah, and they're not the type of thing I'm wearing to go to a dinner party, so I don't care that they're secondhand. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. Anyway, how do we get yeah. on that? Oh, um, right. So. Um, what were we talking about? The principles behind 
moving or not moving mm -hmm. uh, so we we said about um, making a change mm -hmm. is important we said about if it's not a hard yes I'm jumping up and down screaming yes please I want to do that then it's probably a no yeah um, what else was there what other things that we talked about um, I can't remember now. Can't think of any now. We mm. talked about too many other weird things. Um, like Mr. Happy and stuff. Uh, Maybe we should... Oh, doubling down. That was a good one. Doubling down. So we were... We were... Um, we were... Thinking about this idea of like... We had all these wonderful thoughts mm -hmm. of like what we're going to do in this area living in living in the city we're in mm -hmm. you know all these things we're going to do all these achievements we're going to make and part of moving away like moving literally a few states away is almost like um like starting again because mm -hmm. we haven't got to where we wanted to get in this city yeah so maybe so oh let's start all over again and try again and start a whole new path mm -hmm. and although that is an option it seems like a silly way to do it it's sort of like it's like hopping out of the challenge mm -hmm. sort of thing like we're not where we want to be in this city so let's go to a brand new city and start all over again mm -hmm. you know it's kind of like it it's like um it's like having a house and selling the house and and moving back into a one-bedroom apartment mm -hmm. it's like you know it's, it feels like it's going backwards right um and it, you know it might be an option to go to a new city and start all over again sure mm -hmm. for some people but i feel like it's almost us copping out of the challenge like we should stick it out in this city and mm -hmm. double down on this city and right. and try harder mm -hmm. and and i think maybe admit to the fact that we like it here yeah well this is i I really want to do an episode on why does america <clears throat> not like florida that's a there's a there's a real weird thing um america just doesn't like florida mm -hmm. right i think so i mean i don't know if maybe because there are definitely parts that we don't like of Florida. Yeah, that have a sort of reputation. Yeah, so I think maybe it just depends on the area that you're in. But it's, it. I mean, so I love Family Guy. Mm -hmm. And on Family Guy, they're always slating Florida. Yeah. Always, if anything about Florida is mentioned, it's like, get me out of Florida, hate Florida. Yeah. It's... I don't get it, because, like, when I, you know... When I first came here, I was like, are you kidding me? People get to live here and, like, work jobs and yeah. and rent apartments and they live here? This is their lifestyle? Mm -hmm. What? Um, and you wanted to be a part of that. And I wanted to be a part of that. Yeah. I don't know. The Office is another one. I remember yeah. in, in The Office, in one of the later seasons or something, they go... They go to Florida. Someone goes to Florida uh -huh. for like a meeting. Yeah. And they're like, get me the hell out of Florida. Yeah. Like, I don't know what... I know there's parts of Florida that, that are just sort of like, ugh. It's just so commercialized. It makes mm -hmm. you want to cry. It's just too much. Yeah. 
but like I don't know where where we are and generally South Florida. Mm-hmm. I just think it's so vibrant. It's beautiful. I I yeah. The people are awesome. I mm-hmm. I I don't I don't know. I I wanted to do a whole episode on it just to talk about like what is it that people don't don't like? Is it is it they are they annoyed that we don't pay state taxes? <laughs> state income but tax. But that's just because of tourism. Yeah. And also our our um uh what do you call it? Sales tax. Sales tax is super high. high. Yeah. Sort of thing. So it kind of it evens out in the wash. Right. Um I, I don't know. It's I don't know either. And a, I think that every everybody has a specific reason, I think. Oh really? As to why. Like maybe they had just they had a bad experience there. Cause the UK seems to really like Florida. Mm. Like what I've heard like I've heard of a lot of people emigrating from the UK to Florida specifically. Mm. You know, and a lot of people visit Miami from England. Right. You know? Like it's yeah. it's a and typical Orlando. and Orlando, of mm-hmm, course. For Disney. Yeah. Hmm. It's and that's tourism, I guess, but um I don't know, it just it really it baffles me and I don't understand why people why America doesn't like Florida. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't either. I don't get it. Mm-mm. I don't get it. I, I understand parts of Florida. Like we've been to parts of Florida. We went we went just after our wedding. We went down to uh, mm. Homestead, right? Yeah. Homestead, Florida, and we stayed in a um, airstream. airstream camper just mm-hmm. off of the Everglades. That place was weird as flip, right? <laughs> that was a really weird. Yeah. It was weird. The the like the main town mm-hmm. was like super weird. It was like I, how how does anyone live here? Yeah. But that's not just in Florida. No, I mean that's all over. Basically, drive out, drive <clears throat> an, an hour out of any city in America, and you're gonna find a really weird town. Not even an hour. <laughs> Not even an hour. Yeah, like yeah. We, we've seen so many of them. Where you drive mm-hmm. through, and you're like, oh my god, this is someone's life. Yeah. Like it's strange. Yeah. Um. But even there, like, remember we went to that Mexican restaurant. Yeah, in, in like the little town. And they were so nice and they gave us recommendations of where yeah. to go and yep. and it was awesome. So mm-hmm. it, it just... I don't know. I, I, it's something I, I, I don't get. I don't know why. Respond to our um, yeah, to this on. episode on our Instagram and, and give us your reasons. We won't we won't be upset. We just we want don't to know. own Florida. Right. Yeah, we don't own Florida. We don't we just represent. Want to see, we just want to see a, the different sides, to yeah. it, I guess. We're just, um, we like it here yeah. and, and we always have. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's, if, if you don't like Florida, let us know why. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Yeah. Why, why, yeah. why is Florida not? Hated. Yeah. <laughs> not liked. I, yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. And with that, I think I need to update the Instagram thing. I haven't, mm. I haven't done it in a few episodes. Okay. need to. But essentially, if you go Catch on if it. you go on Instagram, right, it's English Mister American Mrs. Mm-hmm. and there's basically just a photo. It's very simple. There's like a photo for every single episode, mm-hmm. so you can comment on the episode you've listened to. So it's right. rather than us posting pictures of what we ate for dinner, which I suppose we could start doing <laughs> if you want. Um, we it's literally just the same picture, 
but it's got the episode number. Mm -hmm. So that you, after listening to the episode, this is episode 13, I believe. I've lost count. I think it's 13. Been a little a little while since we've done one. Yeah, I think this is 13. So go on the Instagram page, find the picture that says episode 13, and then you can comment, and that's the way you can kind of comment on the episode. Yeah. It's it's like a workaround, because yeah. you can't comment on particular episodes of a podcast. Mm -mm. I don't know why they haven't really yeah. haven't done that yet, but um, yeah, it's like our, our little workaround so that mm -hmm. we can have a back and forth with people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's um, let's start a conversation on that, and maybe next episode or something we could go through all of the reasons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll get to that. Yep. Alrighty, we'll see you later. All right, see you in the next one.